0: Josh is the combination of my life.
1: <laughs> the highlight of your career. <laughs> <laughs> the highlight of...
0: <laughs> <laughs> After the birth of my children, <laughs> the next highlight, not even my marriage. Welcome to the MediCast. Today's topic is mentorship.
1: And we're going to tell a few stories about what we've done, how we've done, why we've done things like that. But before we do, I assume you're watching this on YouTube because it's so much cooler to see our shining faces and to watch, uh, Bob try and stay in his chair when he's laughing. That's always an enjoyable thing. And since you're watching on YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the Metacast channel. Because why not? It helps us. So, help us by just clicking a couple little buttons. It makes a huge difference. So, thanks for doing that. Because I know everybody hit the pause button and just went and did that. So, job well done, everyone.
0: Thank you. Throw us a bone. Appreciate it. <laughs> just one bone. Just one. Yeah, that's it. I, I want to add you misspoke, Josh. So, it's mentoring and coaching. Oh, a leader's okay. role in mentoring and coaching. And they're not quite the same thing, they intertwine fair, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So uh, I think that why don't we come in to right right kick the tires and start talking about stories. Okay. So so Metacasters, I'll start. Uh. Uh, you better sigh. <laughs> so many. So over a decade ago, coming up on two decades ago, I joined a company with a spring in my step and stars in my eyes, and that company was Teradata and i joined them as an agile coach and lo and behold in the morning rose up a young whippersnapper from ohio who thought he knew everything and he still does correct <laughs> correct <laughs> so and i i sort of graciously took that young that young man probably not so graciously actually uh under my wing uh, no, I don't know if I've ever, Josh. Uh, I don't think I work with you enough. Maybe a little bit back then, it, there was some coaching going on or mentoring mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever you want to call it. It was more so just trying to collaborate, like trying to help someone, some share yeah. things, share things that I knew I was a little bit ahead of the curve on you. So what yeah. can I? And share, I was a
1: punk kid, back?
0: you
1: know. Like it's, I, I look back, I'm like, jeez, what. Why didn't Bob just like walk away? And like, dude, what? Is, what,
0: is, what are you talking about? You, well, you know, know not what, what you say. Is, you know what the answer is, though, Josh. I think, uh, at the risk of growing you even <laughs> larger, uh, but you're you're coachable. You're mentorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're curious. And MetaCasters, uh, this is not just for Josh. This is I'm saying this for all, everyone. Like, if if leaders want to coach, you have to receive it right so if leaders are trying to mentor you and they're trying to coach you it's a two-way street it's not a one-way street so josh earned it to be honest he was he was freaking curious he was energized uh still still is always things. positive he was positive he was, he was trying to be additive he wasn't whining about crap all the time uh and you know he just he was a coach he was coachable i think we've talked about that maybe going back to your football to some degree yeah. Right. Not entirely Josh, but but that was one I think that was one of the reciprocal keys. If Josh would have been really like an obnoxious generation, whatever he is, X or Y or whatever he is, uh, then I would have I wouldn't have I would have just said great, go f- fly, <laughs> be be free. <laughs> right. AKA flop. But, Right, no, yeah. but but no, but he and he was curious, and he wasn't full of himself. He was open minded. That doesn't mean that he didn't say, "Bob, that's a stupid idea," but <laughs> at the same time, he was he was generally open minded. And yeah, so and I think that's, that's, that's something, the two sides. Go ahead, Chuck. That,
1: that That's some coaching that I've received from from Bob about mentoring is making sure that the effort is reciprocated. because there are people that will come to you and ask to be coached or mentored or something like that and the follow-through isn't there on on their end and so you, you end up putting a lot into it and not getting anything back so that's something that i've built a detector in pretty quickly of like should i continue to invest time with this person or not otherwise i would have just blindly gone down the path and do 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 i want to keep helping this person even though they don't show up or whatever, uh, but but Bob would kind of coach me on that pretty quick, and that helped me narrow in on the biggest impact that I could make because that's that's what we're all trying to do is you know building software, building teams, building helping people. We just want to see those things blossom and grow. So finding the person or people where your experience your knowledge whatever it might be just your friendship even can help them grow that's what we're looking for and so for me uh, i think bob and i both operate within the mindset of like hey we can help we want to help but we want to make the biggest splash that we can so that helped me waste less time than i probably would have
0: absolutely I I was, I was trying to think of maybe another, Josh, why don't you share a story of you coaching or mentoring someone? I know at the dude, you did that quite a bit.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of stories there.
0: The, um,
1: probably the most impactful one from a, from a life perspective was I was, uh, in the business advisory board for a school here in Raleigh. And was helping some of the sophomores there, you know, review their resume, go through the hiring process and come in and talk. So I would show up. I'd sit at a, you know, a table in this giant gym and different kids would roll in. They'd have their resume and we, you know, like I would ask them questions just like they were there trying to get hired. Uh, and uh, a teacher took took this young kid <laughs> by the shoulders and sat him in front of me and said, I think the two of you should, should talk. And it's one of those times where you meet somebody and you know, they're going to be special, but they don't know it yet. So I built a real connection with, with this person and over the years just supported him and his growth as he tried to figure things out. He was a intern for me at various places, probably two or three different times just to give him a taste of what the software and tech world was like uh then he started to question should i should i go to college or not you know is the money there so we worked through that i helped him apply to some of the really large schools that he wanted to go to just just to try and um sort sort that out and then uh he eventually hired me you know a, a handful of years later he had built a company and it was going really well. Uh, but it wasn't as organized as he would like. So he reached out to me and said, hey, can you come be the COO for my company? And so we worked on that for uh, for a while and helped him learn a ton of lessons. It didn't end as beautifully as, as we had hoped, but I still am in touch with him, just saying like, hey, how are things going? You need any help? What's happening? And and, and he's always, kind of like Bob said, you know, he's just a total sponge. Uh, so anything that I... can can offer is absorbed really thought thoughtfully um uh processed and then uh, either put in action or not whether he thinks it's right for him and what he's doing so very similar having a generationally younger person to be able to help kind of navigate all of the things that um a
0: career can create there's a couple of books i'm I'm just starting to read now. I've, I've purchased both of them, but they're on coachability and and I know metacasters were on the we're talking about leaders, coaching and mentoring, and then we're focusing on the mentees and the coaches. We'll get we'll get back to the leaders. We need to get back there. but um, it's it's that they talk about that coachability and and to me that's the term that sort of encompasses what we're talking about or mentorability. Uh, and, and so I think you have to have that to have a great coach. Like, I don't think the coach can be impactful. Yeah, it, it, t- it takes so it takes a partnership, actually. Mentor, mentee, coach, coachee. It takes a strong partnership and it's as much personality as it is like hard skills and things like that. I, w- I wanted to get back to the leadership side, Josh, and I want to, I want to make a bold statement, Ooh, but I want to re- well, I don't know if it's bold, but I want to reference this guy who wrote a book and stuff and then uh but i'm gonna see how you react because i don't know so bill joiner wrote lisa a book called leadership agility i've, I've talked about it here uh, i think before uh, and in there he has three levels primary levels of maturity of leaders and the, the highest level if you will uh most modern level is a catalyst leader and a mm-hmm. catalyst leader is an agile leader. Uh, and, the, and the prime directive for a catalyst, I'm putting a little words in Bill's mouth, but it's fair, I think, is you grow teams, you grow yeah. organizations, you're, you're prime, if there was a prime measure, or the one measure that mattered, uh, it, it might be, uh, you know, how many people have you grown into leaders? How, have you increased the leadership capacity of the organization? Are you growing teams? Are they independent? Are they autonomous? Are they are they joyful? So it's 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 wrapped up in that servant leadership. So coaching and mentoring for leaders, if you're listening to this, it's your freaking job. Right. I don't you know, Bill Joyner, not Bill Joyner, today's leaders, you need to be growing teams. You need to be growing a replacement for yourself. the that's your you know you want a metric that matters how many people have you grown into leadership roles that could do your job uh it's a, sort of that it's it's that indirect putting yourself out of a job and are, are you increasing that capability and and to me the way you do that is mentoring and coaching complementary coaching is sort of one-on-one discussions and things and to me the mentoring is is modeling and showing showing mm-hmm. someone how uh let you know maybe think of it as apprenticeship to me, a mentoring and apprenticeship are very close. But it's your job. And if you're not doing it, you're off base. You may be managing a freaking Gantt chart or managing a release train. I don't care. Uh, you need to be growing the teams. Josh, what do you think?
1: Uh, you know, that to me, that's the only option. And, and not because, uh, you know, you should be a leader, but because if you don't, you're just making your life harder then you have to juggle and manage more things so that seems to me like a no no no-brainer but i know for many people it's not but that's the only way the only path to sanity as a leader as your responsibility grows is you have to have teams and folks that you know can handle some of the hard stuff and just take it and you know they're in good shape yes you check in yes they check in with you and You know maybe you nudge and guide just a little bit but you don't have to like own that and that's where so many people get themselves into trouble is they haven't created that trust they haven't hired people they can trust or whatever the options are and so everything funnels through them and then that that stress that burnout that all of that happens in reality it's that person's fault Um, Maybe they didn't know, maybe they didn't get coached the right way. Hopefully this episode helps, but that's the only path to sustainability. Otherwise you're just going to get crushed. And I know that because I've done that. Like I have crushed myself because I didn't do a good enough job of building an
0: organization. It's a secession plan. There's this old term that I heard. Back in the seventies and eighties, a leader, you know, would work on. Now they would put a document together. Yeah, but it was a secession planning document. But hopefully, behind the plan was activity around who's going to replace me. Uh, how how is the organization going to evolve? Part of that would be thinking about how am I growing people? Do I have the right people around me that I can mentor and coach to then to then sort of you know it was replace me. Uh, it was actually something to get you to put yourself in a promotability position it's hard to promote you if if you're making all the decisions and you haven't grown an organization around you so it's not only easier for the organization to survive and thrive but it's easier for you to navigate the organization if you're not the single the single person the single problem solver as a leader even though that feels great i'm going to say another weird thing josh I'm going to give percentages. I'm going to the eighty. I think, and I, and I think I'm being kind. We, we said, "Oh, it's your job." I also think that there's not a lot of leaders doing it today. Yeah. I think probably eighty percent of them are not doing it. Maybe twenty percent are. I think that's generous, and I think it's being generous. So it's it's we have Metacasters. We have a curve. We have a we have a pivot. We have a juxtaposition. We're suggesting for effective leaders that you need to lean into coaching and mentoring it's part it's part of the prime directive
1: yeah and and if you're not getting that coaching reach out bob and i like there's a reason bob and i do what we do why we do the podcast why we offer the things that we do so if you don't know how to make it happen number one reach out we can probably point you to episodes that you should listen to that would get you there or we can we can work together in some manner some some way so the reason that bob and i both believe there's such a gap there is that there's not enough modeling of what that looks like so people don't know and it's you know we're saying hey you should operate like this but in reality there's a 90 percent chance that you've never seen it that none of the people that you've worked for have modeled the behavior that we're talking about so if this feels sounds foreign to you reach out to myself bob anybody out there that you think can help get yourself there but don't just listen to this and say like ah i can't do it find help uh, there's plenty of people that'll help
0: josh you just landed this thing i i put down my last note to myself was and get a coach yeah right so not just coaching and mentoring downward and right and not just the coachy mentees so there's some There's some, you know, some participation dancing between the roles. But the other side is get a supportive coach or coaches for yourself. Yeah, not doesn't have to be us. The point is, go get some coaching, have the willingness to have and have the willingness to not only create this dynamic that we were talking about between your coaching and the coaching, but to create that coachability dynamic with your own coach and just improve everyone. Don't beat yourself up. If you're in a leadership role, just get better. You can do it.
1: Thank God, Bob.
0: Hey, Josh. Yeah. I think it, let's stick a fork it, yeah, at this yeah. like at this wonderful turkey-ridden time of or whatever turkey steak turducken-driven time of the year uh, from <laughs> from beautiful. Hold on, hold on, to, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Before
1: we do this, I want to settle something: dressing or stuffing? What
0: do you call it? Stuffing. Stuffing. Okay, cool. Me too. I've never, I've, I've heard dressing, but I'm a stuffing yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Same thing. Um, Same thing. Okay, cool. So from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina.
1: And beautiful downtown Arena, North
0: Carolina. Where the hyphen rules. I'm Bob Galen. <laughs> and I'm Josh Anderson. Shake. And bake. Take care, y'all.